0: interested in your music and i'm uh, mostly probably interested in how you start yeah. and what's the first action you take and how do you express the ideas that you have in your head it's quite difficult to say
1: it's not it's not very clear there's a lot of procrastination it's just uh, it's setting up the school for example Uh, just working in the computer it's very much about thinking and trying out what works and as soon as there's an an idea i try to write it down in notes well the interesting point is actually that i always look for for a beginning and as soon as there's a beginning i can feel that that it works Mm there is no I, I, can, I can imagine how, how, how long the piece will last, how long this beginning can be, can be good for, mm-hmm. then, then you know what happens, yeah. what, what, what will happen, because I've, um, I mean, I've, I've, I've made it during my studies. There's no point in, in, in
0: making such concepts
1: for me. It. it doesn't work musically.
0: And how long do you usually develop ideas?
1: So for example, say how it worked with my last note. We've been we've been discussing the libretto since 2014. In the first month 2015, the libretto was ready. Mm-hmm. So then I knew what it what it will become about, and uh, I started uh, thinking of it. But there was quite a lot of work still. still mm-hmm. so yeah. There was another production of my second opera in November 2000. I I had a lot of work so I actually seriously started trying to compose in September. So this is really the point where I started. I was able to write the first note to write the beginning only at the end of November. So it was actually three months of of, of looking, of searching, of Mm -hmm. working with the library. This doesn't apply for for smaller instrumental pieces. (laughs) Because you don't have to think so much about the beginning. I mean, it is a piece of which which lasts one and a half hour. The beginning has to be has to be different than, than, than if the piece just lasts ten um,
0: minutes. How does your routine, working routine, really looks
1: like? When I'm really in the in the working working on a big project, which means in the in the morning I I, I do my mails and my administration and then I then when I start working on, on the composition mm-hmm. that working it really out i became lazy mm-hmm. if i if i work something out on paper i doubling your efforts so if it is ready if it is straight ahead it's ready on i don't have to do it twice and as i have to work more quickly than was during my studies it has to be music yeah?
0: what is it important for you to express and to say and how do you want to be perceived what do you want the public to Takeaway.
1: So this is about about how do I wish that the people would would hear my music. For me, it is important that music makes something emotional and I try to do that with is to have some some connection to the emotion. Of course, there's a lot constructive work, but the first thing is that it has to work as as a story. Every musical piece tells a story.
0: How would you describe your music? You said that your music is a story to make I characters. think that's the
1: most important thing. It's not very much experimental, I would say. There's a connection to what we call tradition. At the same time, I would say that, uh, that I don't do any, any, any copies of style copies of.
0: And I've read that you have created opera sketches. How do
1: you understand the form of sketching? I mean, it's the, the, the small comedies, I mean, it's, an, it's an old work. I mean, that's very traditional musical. But I don't think I would make it differently right. today, because yeah. it's a comedy. The question of genre is very important. Writing texts, speaking, or writing music, it's everything. Is We all have frames. We all expectations. You might go against the expectations. So if I write a comment, I would never. Obviously, I would use I would use techniques from from the contemporary music, but it's simply a different genre and it is made for for people laughing. So it has to be very much easier.
0: And I think humor in your uh, work is very important mm-hmm. expression. How does it help you to tell a story or to express certain?
1: The humor, how does it help? I think it's about communication. It's the communication with the public, which is not always very important for contemporary composers. No. Not always. But for me, it's, it's essential. It's about communicating in, in some way emotionally of you i work with associations to hear something which you already heard maybe believed to have heard but not exactly like
0: in europe from czech
1: A draft of the theater piece yeah. was written after the takeover of the communists in the czechoslovakia in 1948 and i didn't know about that because in Austria the peace is very oh, no. much associated with the Nazi, even if the peace is very much American, it is against any dictature and fake news and what I know. So, so yeah, there is um yeah, but I didn't know it's not so popular. The peace is not very much popular in Czechoslovakia. Which is understandable. This after the takeover of the power of the communists they wouldn't they wouldn't be happy with the peace
0: what Czech music is like and is there elements in your work that are Czech? Some people tell that,
1: you know. some people find, uh, find connections with Martino and Janáček. That's possible, I think they are really good. At the same time, uh, the question of nation is not important at all. There are several pieces by Boža, which I like a lot, which I have a big appreciation. But generally, I think this is not the first class composer the nineteenth century, which is a sacrilege in Czech Republic. But I'm not convinced. It's the same thing with Brahms. A couple other icons which you have you are supposed to admire as a composer. but I don't, don't say don't just look at the music. I I mean the question of quality is very it's very personal. For me, those two names are the, the two icons.
0: And when you transitioned to Austria, how did you change as a composer?
1: Changed by it changed quite a lot. It's a completely different scene. It's a very big scene here, very much more connected to the world. it was funny because as soon as I was away in Austria, they stopped playing me. Yeah, I was just, I was not there. And it's also funny now because I've studied in Prague with Tomar Kvyek. No, it's alright. I've learned a lot of him. But well, he's just a local composer. He's a good composer. And I was in the conservatory of Prague, which is not a conservatory, how it is in the former Russia, former yeah. Russian Empire, but it's rather, rather a Lisey uh-huh.
0: high school. And
1: I've studied him with him there, and then I've changed Vienna, and they've studied here at the university with uh, the end of who is sort of a superstar. And there was again I've got yesterday a biography of a Czech journalist, I may they simply don't consider what is happening outside of Czech Republic. There was the name of Otto Markweg, which is fine, but there was not the name of Kaya Since which is really strange. I've learned much more of her first and second. Being a former student of her helps still in my career. It's completely, it's totally different level. How it changed my music, I would say that I got rid of a prejudice against experimentary contemporary music. So I became much more open learned new experimenting techniques too. Really. So it developed a lot.
0: I think drama and opera and theater mm. and mm. actor, and it's, it's just a really huge part of your life. How do you? What's drama is to you? How does it manifest in your life? It's everywhere. Sometimes
1: the bigger drama is not on the stage, but behind the stage, and it's everywhere in my music. It's very theatrical. I've I've started with that already with twenty, with those sketches. I've started dancing with pipe. I danced until I was thirteen. Been my whole life on the stage actually. It's funny, actually. It's important to me. Yeah, and it's also you see sometimes when you write contemporary music, it's just played once and then it's over. And in the public, you will meet only your colleagues, or friends, and no one whom you don't know. I have less the. Feeling and doing something which has no sense doing a theatre. Yeah. Somehow there's, there's really a direct communication. You tell a story to someone and you try to change something. That's why I like it too. And that's how I do it also with the instrumental pieces. That's why they have such. Non-intellectual titles, yeah. sort to give the public link between something visual, which is in your head, and between the music, which is acoustic. Everyone is able to have his own or her own film in front of the eyes. What do you think
0: about the contemporary music scene in Vienna?
1: No, oh, it's a big scene and it's very differentiated. Behind everything, there are people I'm writing, there are string quartets, to people totally exchange things with electronics, uh, experimenting, it's like, and it's big because they, they put a lot of money. We won't become rich of it, but we are able to live somehow, which is already a lot, because I don't know that from France, I don't know that from Italy, I don't know, don't know that from France. It's really specific for non-speaking countries. I think this arrives through, through the contact over the classical music. You have extremely much classical music and um, and opera and theatre in the city. If you are a student and you really don't have any money, you go on Standing Place, the opera, you can go three days. It costs three euros. So you can... And as soon as you are a part of of this, I would say, acoustic music scene, I think you you are able to make a connection to the other parts, which are also there, to the experimental parts. To, to club music, to, to contemporary concerts, which are very much more bourgeois than we than we think they are. As soon as you, you make uh, any connection with this part of the scene, you the door is open for the other parts. I think it works over the school too. My husband is a music teacher in a high school, so he makes everything with it, from pop music to classical music to contemporary music. Going with them to theatre and then to concerts, into general rehearsals. Because without the school many of the many of the people don't attend it. Okay. While in Vienna actually it is still part of the popular culture to go to theatre or concerts. It's it's not so elitistic. How it is elsewhere. It is not working class no. culture. How do you
0: conjunct drama and music? How do you express drama with music? I try
1: to imagine that I am sitting in the public, try to connect words and the music in a way so that you can't divide them, you don't come to the idea that, that it would work without, without music better, or that there's a good music but the text is a shit. So this is quite important. When writing an opera, text is extremely important. I go often to the opera, and if there is a stupid libretto, it is not a good opera. It's all about that how it is technically. I mean, technically you have the possibility to support the text, to show what is behind the text, the possibility to laugh about the text, you have the possibility to go against the text, to give the text a bigger drama than what is inside. This is technically spoken how you look back. I studied and I tried to understand. Yeah, sometimes the people say something without believing, or I believe that they don't believe. And I can show this in music. And how do you choose
0: librettos for your opera?
1: So the first, the sketches, a dramaturg of of the theatre in Prague spoke to me. He has written librettos, and he gave it to me, and I make a choice of three pieces of it. And I've changed everything. I was twins. I just didn't think about that, so it's quite upset because I didn't didn't consult with him. I thought he was disappointed, but in the end, the production was quite a success, actually. This was the first time. The second time was um, that I've chosen a play which is still protected by the royalties, by the authors, uh, by the law, because Max Frisch died in 1991, so I And and I got the right from the publisher to set it into music in writing my own libretto, being inspired of this play for having to consult this with the publisher. So I've adapted it. But actually, the play is so good that there was not it was not necessary to make big changes. There were still a couple of changes which were not at all problematic. This was a commission from Serene Open Theatre, and um, I've got a libretto, it was especially written for me, but it turned out it couldn't work with it. Especially it was not allowed to change any word. Now I have a huge conflict with the library, because I've changed everything. I've contacted her, we have consulted it. At the end I was contented, she was somehow contented too. Very difficult.
0: And how do you choose so, the story? Yeah. There is a
1: great time. story about Jack the Ripper. A comedy. It's very bloody. It's so funny. Very musical. There's something about the musicality of the text, but it's quite irrational. It's about not being too pedagogical. It's about being actual. It's about being sharp. But it's also about not being already perfect as a text, because then there is no point in writing music. Often helps if there is something which you don't understand, sort of metaphysically. Mm.
0: How do you sort of want to appeal to the feelings and also the mind?
1: Mm. You see. I, I point it more out. I don't think I'm less intellectual than other composers. But I consider very strongly that 99% of the people will hear the piece once, then anymore, and no more. And I think it's not fair to be so intellectual with your art that it is necessary to, to hear the piece three times or four times, or to, to find what is in time and theatre authors don't require that, and book authors don't require that. I don't know why composers require that. I think this is really strange. The sign of intellectuality is that it is possible to hear the piece three, four, five times, yeah, or ten times and find something, love the piece, after 10 times still. That's that's the intellectual challenge. And I meet mean this challenge because, uh, because you have to... I mean, the public doesn't hear the piece so much, but if you rehearse an opera, the, the singers and the musicians have to, have to play it many times. So they have to love it too. Because I've started actually with acting. First I was dancing, then I became a composer. Yeah? Now I'm an actor again, and I'm totally happy with it. I'm not sure if this does change my music. I write another music for for the theatre. As this is again a different genre, so I do songs, very different. At the same time, I think it's the same style still. I have a film in in front of my eyes. You have to have this imagination for, for planning the musical time. If you write an opera, you make time decisions. This timing is extremely important. Normally, the timing is a decision of the director. And in, in opera, this, this decision makes the composer. I have to have this film imagine the time. I've been quite a lot uh, in travel last years. I mean, culturally, what we do here, you can easily compare it with Paris or London. And we have we have big complexes here towards towards the real metropolises. Berlin, Berlin, Paris, London. But actually, it's alright. Actually, it is a very strong scene. And uh, the level is very high. The big metropolis don't watch what is happening outside because the best things are happening there. So there is a uh, lot communication, lot less comparing to what is going on around And it is the case in Vienna, which is a city which always look around how uh, do how do how the feel. There's quite a lot of orientation. They tried to orientate themselves towards London and towards New York, which is not realistic.
0: Thank you for.
1: Thank you.